The North Forker Weekend Podcast is brought to you by Sherry Winter Parker of Corcoran. Sherry is the North Fork's top real estate agent and top producer from 2005 through 2020. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Michalina Defan, and I'm joined today by a special guest. I have Kaylin Riley here, who is a freelance writer for North Forker. Hi, Kaylin. Hi, Michalina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Ooh. So I'm so happy that you're on today. It's the perfect time to talk to you. You just wrote a really fun, really honest story for us in our April magazine on raising backyard chickens and your so far experience with that. Um, and I know that there have been so many times where I've gone into an agway um, and seen the cute little chicks and wanted to bring them home, but I've definitely not done that yet. So I was glad to read your story and I'd love to talk with you about it some more. Great. Yeah, I mean, it was um, for us like a definite pandemic impulse buy. I mean, it wasn't something that we had never discussed before the pandemic, but it was kind of one of those like, oh, we should get chickens one day. Because I think it had become sort of a popular thing even before the pandemic. We had like family members that had some, but um, of course, like then the pandemic hit it was, this was in the spring and we were kind of like, oh, the kids are here all the time and maybe we should just do something interesting or fun for them. And then there we were with six chickens. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really, I mean, I think it's actually really great. Like I know that obviously pandemic impulse buys can be tricky, um, but I feel like getting backyard chickens during that time. And even now while a lot of people are still home, um, it is maybe the right, the right time to do it. So I know you had really crazy experiences with it. Um, you opened up your story with, sadly, with having to host a chicken funeral on your daughter's sixth birthday, which was heart-wrenching to read, but just felt so relatable. And uh, oh my goodness, um, it was really uh, quite interesting to read about. <laughs> it was, you know, now that her birthday is coming up again in the beginning of June, you know, she handled it so well, yeah. but now she's sort of like, okay, it's payback time. And she's got a very long list of things that she wants to happen for her birthday because she kind of knows that, you know, she's sort of owed um, a much better birthday than she had at this time last year. <laughs> so. That's amazing. And yeah, I, I agree with her on that. I think that she deserves a, yeah, a really no, fun birthday. Her, that's for sure. So... Uh, but um, but that was an important lesson. Obviously, one of the things people will tell you about getting chickens is that they are a highly sought after uh, tasty treat for a lot of predators out there. And so, you know, when you leave, when you let them roam outside, that there's always a chance that that's going to happen. You know, the fact that it was our neighbor's dog was okay. was a tough one, but any kind of, you know, wild predator, hawks, you know, it kind of comes with the territory of having them that there's always a, a chance that they could get picked off by something. So we did learn that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so for maybe for those that are not familiar with having backyard chickens, so you typically let them out during the day and then put them back in their coop at night and their coops are, um, are protected on top and there's um, some, you know, chicken wiring or, or some sort of enclosure so that they are definitely safe. Um, they're diggers too. So when you make their, we have a fairly, I mean, relative, like a fairly large enclosure for them. We don't just have the coop. So I think like some people just have the coop and they're fully out, out free. 
I feel like most people do that that way, but we kind of built them a nice run Mm -hmm. so that we don't really let them out in the yard anymore just because our neighbor's dog, our neighbor's dog frequently gets out. And so that definitely would have happened again if um, we let them free roam free. So they do have a run. So they just kind of stay in there all the time. But if you just have a coop, yeah, you just, you typically leave them outside during the day, but they dig too. So you, if you build them a run, you have to make sure that the wiring goes kind of deep enough that they can't sort of dig their way out of it. I never knew that chickens were diggers, but they definitely like to dig. I didn't know that either. So we don't have backyard chickens, like I said at the beginning, and I do really want them. So now I know that. So that's good. Thank you so much for telling me that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I feel like one traumatizing event is enough. um, And so it's probably smart to have some sort of chicken runs that they are, they can be outside and like kind of roam a bit, but also um, are protected, which is good, especially on the East end. There are so many predators. Um, It's crazy out here. So I feel bad because there are times when I go to open the door to feed them that I get the sense that maybe they would like to roam around the yard, but they have a decent amount of space in there. And when I spoke to someone at Agway about whether or not it was kind of cruel to leave them in there, they said that if that's what they've known their whole life, that it's not, it doesn't make much of a difference to them. As long as they have a decent amount of space to roam around, then they're fine. So that's good advice. And I I love how you don't just approach it as, Oh, these are, Oh, we're egg layers. Like they also, they seem like they're your pets. Like you actually really care for them. And I'm yeah. sure your children are really attached to them. And I love that they all have really unique names too. That's Both one of the best parts is giving them names and seeing what kind of wacky names your kids will come up. And then me and my husband got into the fun too. So he named <laughs> one of them Paco de Lucia because he likes flamenco guitar. That's incredible. I mean, I guess really the sky's the limit when you're naming your chickens. So. It really is. You can really have fun with it. Yeah. But I have a, I have a sort of like, I guess, built in mom thing now where like there, anything that's under my care, I have to worry about to a certain extent. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's very, very much the mom, the mom way I, I feel yeah. like also. Um, and who do you feel like enjoys the chickens most? Do you think it's you and your husband or do you feel like it's your kids or kind of equally weighted on that one? Well, I will admit that the the typical thing that does often happen with pets of any kind is happening here to a certain extent. So there was the initial excitement has wear, worn off a bit, um, but, you know, they'll still go in there and say hi to them. My youngest, my son is a little, a little hesitant of them sometimes just because he's so close to the ground. And I think he sometimes feels like when we have eight of them now. So I think sometimes (laughs) when they all go near him, he's, you know, a little concerned. He, um, he also, we were visiting a friend and they had two backyard chickens and one of them pecked him like right near the eye somewhat. Yeah. Aggressively. So you have to be like, there's, there's certain breeds that apparently are better with kids than others. So that's like a really important consideration. If you have kids, you should ask whoever you're getting them from. Definitely let them know you have kids and ask them like which ones are better with kids because that one chicken was a, the one that pecked him was a Rhode Island Red. Now other people have told me that theirs are fine with kids. So I don't know if she was just not feeling him that day or because he was not someone she was familiar with. Um, but so since then he is a little cautious around me. My middle daughter, Claire, really, really loves them. And my oldest daughter, Kendall, does as well. But um, when it's like 
kind of muddy in there. I'm the one that ends up going in there to get the eggs and, and feed them. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And you have a really cute photo. You have a bunch of really cute photos in the story. And, and um, I see your girls here. One is super excited about about her first egg. Another one is definitely cuddling the chicken. So you can tell yeah. <laughs> the animal lover is here. My little daughter, Claire, is a big, big animal lover. And she's um, she was the one who was the least afraid to just like scoop them up. And wow. they kind of had a look on their face like, oh boy, here she comes again. <laughs> but they were pretty tolerant. And again, because they kind of got used to that from right. the get-go, they've been very good with the kids. Yeah, that's wonderful to know. And it is really important to make sure that the exact breed that you're getting matches and fits the needs of, you know, your family. And um, if there are other pets or if there are children, um, you want to be cautious of that. And also, I think it's really important that people know, and you had mentioned this in your story, that um, obviously, if, if you have a chicken and it's not working out for you, or if you have them for a long time and they're at the end of their egg laying period, um, it's so important not to release your pets into the wild um, that many pet stores um, or farms will take them back in and maybe like rehome them. Um, So I think that's like such an important thing for people to remember. Um, And also- The idea of releasing them into the wild just seems, it's like a, it just seems crazy to me that you would do that. My friend who's chicken- gave my son a little peck he later did that to her son and then she was like okay it's time to you know find a new home for her which she did she gave them to right. a woman who has a lot of backyard chickens and said I'll gladly take her so yeah it's it's just a better idea to find a home they're, they're still like animals that deserve to be treated with care absolutely and they're also animals that are not wild animals and so they don't right. know how to take care of themselves and fed, especially chickens can't fend for themselves in wild. Um, so it's really, um, such a huge thing to, to know. I know that that can become overwhelming though, having these animals. And you did talk about the chicken egg laying period. So let's talk about that for a second, because I didn't realize they, um, lay for such a short period of time. Yeah. So I guess it's just a couple of years, but let me tell you now that we have eight and they're all laying, (laughs) <laughs> it we have a lot of eggs so but it's fun because you know it's just it's very nice to just constantly be able to give people eggs people love to get fresh eggs and it's really nice but um it, sometimes I look and I'm like oh my goodness I have to give people eggs because they're just like piling up and they do stay stable for a pretty long time I think what I was told and I don't know if, I can't remember if I mentioned this in the article or not that um, if you if you rinse them and wash them off, it's a good idea to refrigerate them because they have sort of a natural like protective coating on them mm-hmm. when they're laid. That it's fine for them to stay on the shelf um, if you don't rinse them off. And I think they last longer if you rinse them and refrigerate them than they do if you if you don't rinse them and, and leave them like out on the countertop. But you can leave them out of the fridge. Okay, yeah, that's um, that's good to know and. I'm sure that you've become overwhelmed with how many eggs you're getting right now. And I do think that it's true. You can give uh, people, whoever eats egg, like they like love to have fresh eggs, especially. Um, so it's definitely like a fun thing to bring to your neighbors or friends or family. Um, and then you just have to ask people that, you know, to give you that what they have to give you in exchange for the eggs is a little cart uh, carton. You know, you have to start collecting empty egg cartons so that you have something to put them in when you give them. But I think you can get them at Agway, but mm-hmm. we just have like a random assortment of a lot of people will be like, Oh, I saved an egg carton for you. And then, you know, 
I can fill it up with eggs again for them. That's great. Yeah, it's good. Good to reuse whenever we can, right? Yeah. So overall, like, do you, you said that you don't regret this slightly pandemic purchase. And it sounds like you don't. I feel like you've had a great experience minus the one very traumatizing event. Um, yeah. But it sounds like you really enjoyed this. I do. It's fun. I think like the one thing that I mentioned in my article too is like, you know, this is sort of like silly and trivial, but we all ha- like try to find these like brief moments of like peace these days that seem really hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And so when I go out there to to feed them, I sort of like will be in the middle of doing, you know, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to feed the chickens and I got to go blah, 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 blah. And I go out there kind of intending to like get that task done and hustle on to whatever the next task is. And then I just sort of find myself like standing there watching them eat sometimes. And I'm like, Oh, this is kind of like a, a sort of Zen moment, <laughs> just okay. sitting here watching them peck at the, you know, chicken scratch where we buy them these like dried mealworms that they love and it's kind of just like a nice relaxing moment to stand there and watch them you know eat and slow down so that was kind of like a unintended thing that I sort of enjoy sometimes I can go out there for a moment of like peace and quiet (laughs) that sounds really nice and really therapeutic and honestly wherever we can get that these days um all for it so <laughs> um, awesome well Kaylin thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me about your backyard chickens and sharing your experience and I feel like I may be a little bit more prepared although not quite there but um, I love how honest and how real you are about it so thanks so much for that there's also Google too there's so many like websites with all kinds of advice about how to raise backyard chickens that there's no shortage of information out there and we have a bunny now too so you know we're just adding farm animals every every couple months it seems well, I can't wait to interview you again um, next spring to see what else you add to your your little farm <laughs> I know I'm almost scared to imagine what it might be <laughs> Um, Well, I'm excited for that. Um, All right. Well, thank you again so much. And everyone will be back next week with another episode. Great. Thank you so much.